Why are you homeless and you're working? Why are you living in the car and you're working? Why are you staying in the hotel or living with someone else while you're working? Let me tell you why. Because America has an affordable housing situation. There's a crisis and they're not saying that it's a crisis, but there is a crisis. Anytime 2.3 million people have been evicted or, or in eviction court in one year, there's a problem. Anytime 900,000 people in one year has been evicted all across America, there's a problem. But they're not saying this. So I'm going to tell my story. I'm LaShondra Grace, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. And I'm going to tell you how I came into the same situation that I take people out of. Over 4,000 families I've taken out of this situation because there's a problem. Hello everybody, this is LaShondra Gray, the apartment lady, and I just want to start out by saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your views and your listenership and your followership and finding me on all the different sites that I'm on. I just want to let you know that you can find me on the apartment lady on LinkedIn, you can find the apartment lady on Twitter, you can find the apartment lady on Facebook, you can find the apartment lady on Instagram, you can also find me on a site called Quora. So if you're not familiar with Quora, uh, Quora is a site where it's a peer-to-peer informational um, uh, exchange of information. So you can actually ask questions and you can get answers from your peers. So your peers could be experts or just regular people or um, you can get quite, you can get answers, um, and you can respond. So I really like this site and I've been asking questions, um, on Quora about the homeless situation. And so when I ask those questions, I try to ask some experts to answer. And what I, what I start doing is, um, I'm going to talk about the questions that I asked on Quora. So you can find me on Quora, LaShondra Graves, and um, you can follow along with those questions because I'll be um, talking about those questions on the podcast, okay? All right? Um, Okay. So I would really like for you to join me on Quora, then you'll be part of the answers that I get so one of the questions that I asked on Quora um, was, why do people think that all homeless people are poor? Well, that's an obvious question for me to ask because the name of the podcast is I'm homeless, but I'm working. So I got some very, very interesting answers and um, you can go on Quora and follow me on Quora and you can um, search for that question. The question again was, why do people think that all homeless people are poor? Now, I, I just have to reiterate that Quora is a peer-to-peer uh, exchange of information and you can ask questions, you can answer questions. I really like it. I asked some asper- experts to answer it, but I got um, answers from 
uh, people that I don't even know, which makes it even uh, better and me, uh, even more appealing sight for me and for this podcast, um, just for this section of this podcast or this season. How about that? Right. So the question was, why do people think that all homeless people are poor? Oh, okay. So I, I got some, and you, like I said, again, you can follow me on Cora and, um, get the answers, but I'm not going to say who answered it or, or so forth like that, um, without their permission. You can go on Cora and see yourself as public information. If you're a member of Cora, right. But I will, um, read their answers and we'll talk about some of these answers. So, um, one of the people that answered, um, and he replied, people tend to look at others and situations through their eyes. As an example, Marie Antoinette's reply when she was told, um, when she was told the people don't have bread to eat, uh, and it was quote unquote, let them eat cake. I know a veteran who was getting 100% disability from the Veterans Administration. He was getting about $2,500 a month. He lived under several trees off an interstate. He went into town to the YMCA twice a week for a bath and to the library for internet access. When I asked him why he didn't rent out an apartment, his reply was, quote unquote, I don't want to deal with people. I've discovered much later that he had amassed over a half a million dollars in his savings account because he was spending very little um, of his income. The thing is, he looked poor. He acted like and lived like he didn't have money. Everyone assumed, now I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I'm not saying all homeless people have money This is only an example of why people uh, think all homeless people are poor. It's because they act, live, and look like they're poor. I, I, I like the answer, and I'm definitely going to do an upvote on Quora. You can like, I mean, the way you like is you upvote an answer or a question or so forth. That's how you approve or like what you read. And let me just say, the last sentence is what I want to talk about. When he said, it's because they act, live, and look like they're poor. I want to tell you this. Many um, of homeless people today do not look do not live and do not act like they're poor. But when people think that you're homeless, they automatically assume that you're poor. I mean, I have people um, living with other people um, from couch to couch. I say pillar to post and they're not um, acting like they're poor. Mind you, the name of this podcast is I'm homeless, but I'm working. So there's a lot of people that's right next to you. Your your coworkers might be living with someone or living in a car or living in a hotel and you won't know um, 
by the way they act or by the way they look. I took a video. I I did a, a little experiment and it turned out to be a really big experiment and it's going to come out uh, later this year so I don't want to spend that much time on it. But in that experiment, I saw a guy um I took a video and it's on my Facebook page of a guy who was sleeping on the train in Chicago and his shoes that's what got my attention his shoes did not look like he was sleeping on the train as a matter of fact he had on some black leather shoes they were um, dress shoes so it, it seems like he could have been in some type of service um, industry and they were shiny I mean they were shine like he went to a shoe shine store and had his shoes shine but in his clothes they kind of matched the same thing I mean he had on suit pants um, a suit jacket obviously he was kind of bundled up so his his Garve was, you know, it it just didn't look like that he was spending the night on a train. Okay? But it but it did look like he had a job. So um I would assume that um he went to work every day. Or maybe he didn't, but it didn't look like he was um sleeping on the train. And I I you know, I can make assumptions. Oh, this man is homeless and working maybe he's not working at all but he didn't look like he was poor and homeless okay and then there's a situation where like this gentleman talked about the guy who gets $2,500 from the veterans administration uh, for a disability or so forth and and has over um $500,000 saved up in a savings account, but sleeps under a tree and looks poor and acts poor, okay? So you can't really judge a book by its cover, especially today, especially today. Because one of my campaigns that um, I'm going to roll out really soon on Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation's uh, Facebook pages and uh, social media pages is... um, a set of pictures where I want people to pick out the homeless person because you can't really tell. You can't really tell that people are homeless today because so many people are going through it. And you have to think, um, what does homeless mean? Okay. So it's that time. I want to take a little break, but I'll be right back. I won't be no more than about two, three minutes. Thank you. I am back. So let's keep this party moving and dive right into this information. So, um, like I said, it, it you know today the affordable housing crisis is um, being masked and not getting the attention that it needs because you can't really look at a person and tell 
if they're homeless. I mean, people are going to work every single day and they're homeless. Uh, they, they're going to work and they know that at the end of the day, they're going to go to their car and spend, you know, um, try to find somewhere to park in their car. I remember years ago, um, I had a person and, and it's so funny um, say that they would park with um, in good neighborhoods so because they felt more safe in those neighborhoods and it was funny because when Tiffany Haddish came out with her story and revealed to everyone what she was going through she was saying the same thing I'm like oh my gosh this is real um, and so you just don't know you can't look at a person and tell if they're homeless today because we're in a crisis you guys all right the next answer that i got and remind you i just want to remind you follow me on quora so that you can see this question and the question was i'm I'm going to repeat the question before every answer why do people think that all homeless people are poor so this next answer to this question which is on quora under my profile, LaShondra Graves, um, was, well, on the face of it, housing is such a basic need desired by people that they would consider that the person in question, were they actually able to afford it, would prioritize spending their money on having a home. Once you generalize to there, you think that is the case. And that's right. That's right. Because if you see a person is is uh, working, you're like, okay, they're working. So shouldn't they buy some or get some place to stay? Right. Right. Because having a place to stay, um, as I said before, is, um, is a necessity. It's not a need. It is a necessity. Right. Because human beings are not built to weather um the storm. I mean, they're, they're, we're not built for the elements. We can't just stay outside and um, survive. We are not built to survive in those elements. And so that answer is correct. People automatically think because you're working that you can afford housing. But there are some states where you just can't afford housing. Minimum wage and housing, uh, the housing price or the uh, market rental prices, they do not match. I mean, um, in some states, if you're making $60,000 a year, which is way, way, way away from um, way more than what the minimum wage is, then you, you, you're you paying uh, 50% of your income just for a two-bedroom home. So let's say, you know, um, you have two families, uh, you have a two-parent family, and they're both working, they're both making minimum wage, and so all of that um, equals up to or adds up to $60,000, then one of the incomes don't really count uh, because 50% of their monthly income, $5,000 in um, a month, is going toward rent, all right? So if you're um, a two-parent, you're in a two-parent home, maybe you can survive, right? But 
if you're just one, a single parent work, uh, making minimum wage, then it's not going to happen. So let's just say that um, you're a single person with no children and you make and you're doing minimum wage. But a one-bedroom apartment in a lot of places is about $1,500. And I'm saying minimum wage is about $1,500 to $2,000. And that's before taxes, okay? So you still can't afford somewhere to stay. So we're going to break it down because the people are thinking, oh, well, why don't they just get a studio? They're a single person. Get a studio. Okay, studio, $1,000. Then you'll have about $500 uh, to survive on. So you do have to pay for transportation to go back and forth to work. So I don't care if it's public transportation or your car, because if it's your car, it's gas. If it's public pr- transportation, it costs. Um, you do have to pay insurance costs, right? Because you don't want to rent anything without getting rentals insurance. And if you have a car, then you don't want to be driving without getting car insurance. So, um, cell phone bills. Everybody has a cell phone bill because that's the main uh, form of communication. So, I mean, you still will not be able to afford um, a studio if a studio is about $1,000. And in a lot of states, that is the case. So, what does that tell us? There's an affordable housing crisis. It's time for affordable housing. So I'm going to dive right into this next question. This question is in all caps, and I told you, you can find the question on Quora. And the question is, why do people think that all homeless people are poor? So this is the third answer, the third answer, you guys. All right. Um, And so the answer is in all caps. Um, And it reads, it's my first time reading it, it reads, because this country made them that way. They were bullied and told that they were worthless and trash. We become such self-centered snobs that we forgotten what compassion was. Remember, karma can be a mean little B and some four other letters behind that when she wants to be. Well, this is a person, uh, for me, I think that this person has um, been through this before. I mean, they didn't say it, they've been through it before, but they're really um, upset about what's going on. Um, I mean, they said they were told, they were, the poor, uh, homeless people, not poor, homeless people were um bullied and told that they were worthless and trash kind of um goes into this this answer kind of plays into the first answer where um it said it looks like they're poor they act like they're poor and that's what's going on but this answer it's in all caps um there's cursing words um one uh, for sure and and it just seemed like this person is kind of upset or angry about what has happened to them or someone that they know. And that that happens. Um, in Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, uh, when, when we're helping clients, and I started this program, this organization, six years ago, and obviously I was working um, 
with the clients and um I have you know I have a whole bunch of data and so most of the clients were angry I'm like oh my gosh these people are so angry it was sometimes you know and I had to learn um it was almost like learning to accept no in sales uh, class I had to learn how to accept no I I realized that uh, students paid all that money for an associate's degree just to learn how to accept the word no and so you want to say these people um, that were angry or my clients that were coming to me angry, they expected to get a no from me. That's why one of our um, first, very first uh, slogans or taglines was we get you the yes because they were getting no, 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 no. Doors slapped in front of their faces all the time. And when I say doors, I mean, um, it's not figured, I mean, figuratively, not door slam in their faces but uh, they were getting uh, turned down they were paying all these different um application fees and it was no and so when they came to me that's exactly what they expected no so yeah the only thing that people can do that they think they can do is be angry that's why we created um, the Fair Housing Act class or um, formerly known as the Tenants' Rights class because we realized that if the tenants knew more of their rights, which really protects them um, and would protect them better if there was, some, uh, there was an accountability aspect on the landlord side, but that's a different story, then they wouldn't um, go uh, fall into some of the situations that we found them in. Okay, if they knew more of their rights and then they wouldn't get so many no's because we were able to start this organization by uh, learning the rights and learning what's happening, what's not happening and how we can get around it or how we can protect tenants and landlords from all of these stigmas and all of the issues um, that arise through rentals. Okay. So this lady or man seems to be very angry and that's something that I'm quite used to. So the next answer to the question that you can find on Quora under my profile and the question is why do people think that all homeless people are poor? Um, The next answer that I want to read is... um, Someone who is going through this. And like I said, this is public. If you become a member of Cora, follow me, LaShondra Graves, and you'll be able to see the question. I said, I'm saying the question. I'm repeating the question right before I read the answers so that you will not forget it. All right. Um, and so this, uh, the, here's the, the answer. Sorry. That's a good question. I'm homeless and I'm on disability. And I have disability health care, but I'm not getting food stamps because I have too much coming from my disability to eat on. So I have to use my SSI money to eat on every day. Thus, $730, uh, $783 less all month? No, it doesn't. That's why I hold a sign that says I'm homeless and hungry and anything helps. Wow. 
Um, wow. And actually, this answer got nine upvotes. And wow. So a lot, um, that just let me know that people, <laughs> they're... People are, um, they can relate to what um, she said and it said, and, and it's the truth. $783 is the money that's um, given by the government for people that's disabled. And if you don't have what's called subsidized housing, you really can't afford to live with the $783. Some people with $783, they get about 15 food stamps uh, because uh, they count that $783 as income and it really is income, but you really can't afford to live off $783. Now, do some people are, are some people born um, disabled? Yes, they are. Um, are some people um, the disability came on and they were working a probably working a minimum wage job and they didn't have a four hundred one k set up? That is possibly the case because if you're getting SSI, which is on the first of the month then SSA, um, and that's the social security that's taken on your check um, um, when you have that work history. If the SSI outweighs the SSA, then you'll get SSI. So $783 is possibly all this person um, was able to get. That was the most um, help that they were able to get. And that's why they're on the streets um, holding up a sign saying that they're homeless and and, and they're hungry. Um, you guys, if you have any answers or you're going through this yourself, I would really, really like you to leave a message on Anchor or um, on any of the six um, sites that you can find this podcast on. Like I said... The sites will be in the, um, gosh, the sites will be in the description. Um, this kind, this question and, and this answer rather, I was, it, it, I was a little taken back by it because, um, yeah, this is, this is a situation that we face at Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation every single, well, not every day. I don't want to say every day. But um, this is a common situation. How about that? That we face at Apartment Housing Renters Foundation. You have to realize we're working um, in all states. So, yeah, we see this a lot. And um, we offer some help. But what can you really, what can a person really do? The only thing they can do with that type of situation is get subsidized housing. And so I I kind of feel like that um, if a person is disabled, they should be afforded subsidized housing, right? Okay, we're going to go right into the next question. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. The next answer and the question that you can find on Quora is... 
Um, and you follow me on Cora LaShondra Graves, and you can find this question. Why do people think that all homeless people are poor? So there were 10 answers and I'm kind of scrolling through um, to get um, some answers, uh, different types of answers. Now, some of the answers I hadn't even looked at. So we're, I'm reading these answers and we're um, doing this together, right? So let's see. One of the uh, controversial answers um, was uh, that I want to talk about was one of the ones that I actually read. And so let's go with this answer. It says, U.S. housing rents hit high record of $1,400 per month, right? Um, Think your rent is pricier than ever? You might be right. The national average rent reached an all-time high of $1,400 in June, a 2.9% increase from your year from the year earlier, um, according to the data from Yardi. Okay, now they go on to say, now a lot of people won't make $1,400 a month. That is true. Um, so they will need to scramble and find ways to get around that average. They can look at they can look for roommates. Move in with family, rent a garage or a basement, live in a storage unit, etc. And some don't succeed in any of the above and just live on the street. Okay, I'm scrolling down. Well, uh, this is true, and this is what I've been saying, you know, all along. Um, the data that they got is from a Yardi um, system, and that system is used. with a lot of public housing um, organizations, a lot of public housing, um, state public housing organizations use that um, system. And so the information that they're um, providing is uh, really, that's a first source of information because this is the system that most of the public housing organizations the state public housing organizations use to manage um, manage their data. And so $1,400 a month, minimum wage could be anywhere from $1,200 to $2,000 a month. And $1,400 a month just pretty much outprices people that's making minimum wage, you know, it kind of, it angers me that, um, this is so because if a person is working 40 hours a week, they're working 40 hours a week and they're paying taxes. And I say this in every episode, They're paying taxes to work. They're paying taxes to cash their check. They're paying taxes to spend the money and all of these other taxing bodies. They should have affordable housing. 
Human beings cannot live in the element. So what do you want? Do you want people that um, have the subsidized housing and don't work? Or do you want people that work and there is affordable housing available to them? Which one would you want? All right, uh, that was the last answer that I wanted to uh, read in this, and I'm going to wrap this podcast up. I just want to say you guys follow me on Quora so that um, you can see some of the answers and the questions that I'll be um, posting on Quora, and then just I'll see the answers. And sometimes I respond to the answers, and so if you guys say or do a hashtag, um, I'm homeless, but I'm working or hashtag the apartment lady. I'll know that you're answering um, the questions because you're one of the people that follow the podcast. Um, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. The podcast is uh, picking up. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this opportunity. I'm excited about um, people being able to voice their opinion. I'm excited that people are feeling uh, more comfortable about talking about it. This is the place we do it. Ask your questions. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Quora. Ask your questions because it's not just you, okay? It's time for affordable housing. Thank you. Oscar goes to Whacking Phoenix Joker. This is the first Oscar and fourth nomination for Joaquin Phoenix. Hi. What's Hi. Um... <clears throat> God, I'm full of so much gratitude right now. Uh, And I do not feel elevated above any of my fellow nominees or anyone in this room because we share the the same love, the the love of film. And this form of expression has given me the most extraordinary life. Um, I don't know what I'd be without it. But I think the greatest gift that it's given me and many of us in this room is the opportunity to use our voice for the voiceless. I've been thinking a lot about some of the distressing issues that we are facing collectively. And I think at times we feel or we're made to feel that we champion different causes. But for me, I see commonality. I think whether we're talking about gender inequality or racism, or queer rights, or indigenous rights, or animal rights, we're talking about the fight against injustice. We're talking about the fight against the belief that one nation, one people, one race, one gender, or one species has the right to dominate, control, and use and exploit another with impunity. I think that we've become very disconnected from the natural world, and many of us, what we're guilty of is an egocentric worldview, the belief that we're the center of the universe, 
We go into the natural world and we plunder it for its resources. We feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow. And when she gives birth, we steal her baby. Even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. And then we take her milk that's intended for a calf and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. And I think we fear the idea of personal change because we think that we have to sacrifice something to give something up. But human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. And I think that when we use love and compassion as our guiding principles, we can create, develop, and implement systems of change that are beneficial to all sentient beings and to the environment. Now, I've been... I've been a scoundrel in my life. I've been selfish. I've been cruel at times, hard to work with, and ungrateful. But so many of you in this room have given me a second chance. And I think that's when we're at our best, when, when we support each other, not when we cancel each other out for past mistakes, but when we help each other to grow, when we educate each other, when we guide each other towards redemption. That is the best of humanity. I just, I want to, um, when he, when, when, he, when, he was, when he was, when he was 17, my brother wrote this lyric. He said, run to the rescue with love and peace will follow. Thank you.